Hi, just so you know, you're in for a treat. On the next two episodes of the TF Audio Stories, we'll be doing what we like to call Audio Stories One-on-One. Today, listen to the CEO of the Tonye Lumilu Foundation, Mrs. Paminda Ver, have an in-depth discussion with Adebola Oyedeji, CEO of Hands-On Facility Management, as she talks about what it's been like running her business, what challenges she's faced, and how she's overcome them. Welcome to the Tonye Lumilu Foundation Audio Stories on Entrepreneurship in Africa. Thank you very much, Paminda. Um, this is a great opportunity to to be able to speak about the business so far. I'm part of the alumni of 2015, the preliminary stage of Tony um, Lumine Foundation. Actually, the seed capital was what birthed hands-on facilities. So it's from zero to now. So we never did any business before 2015. And in 2015, we registered the company with the seed capital. So I just wanted to know that it's actually a Tony Lumelu company. Fantastic. It started with the seed capital and we are still here so running tell, the business. Tell the audience about your business. Describe your business. Okay. Hands-on facility. Actually, the idea initially was an online maintenance um, platform whereby anybody can just go. If you're having a leakage, you can just take the picture, put it in your app and then some uh, an artisan will come, maybe like an Andy man or whatever will come to you and then um, take care of the repairs. But um, over time, the idea has grown from just that to engineering support services, whereby um, if you're oil and gas, you need manpower, just, you know, maybe um, on skilled labor, helper, whatever, even on construction sites. As at now, I have over 150 workers, you know. These are workers who are registered on your platform? Yes, registered on hands-on facility, with hands-on facility. They are, some of them are technicians, some of them are um, skilled workers, some of them are unskilled, just helpers, you know, take this, take that. And um, we are cur- currently running a pro- um, project in Shagam. We're currently running a project in Cameron Road, just close to you here. You know, so we just have so how, sites. How did you go about attracting, you call them artisans, yes. yeah? How did you go about attracting them to come and register their services on your platform? And then how did you go about marketing your service to potential clients? Okay, um, in the aspect of um, the client, once we heard that our clients just got a project, we visit we're like, okay, so how can we be of service? How can we support? That's why it's called engineering support services. How can we support your project? And then they ask us, okay, can you give us manpower? Okay, so we have the engineers, but we don't have the, you know, the the the, the low cadre of um, of employees. That can you help us manage those aspects? We do not want to have their headaches. So. Um, what we do so is... Are you doing commercial... Um, is Are you providing services to commercial clients or domestic clients as well? So if I need a plumber, am I, should I go to your yes. Um, website yes. and look yes. for Yes, both domestic and commercial. But as of now, I have more clientele bills with commercial, with the oh, corporate wow. world. Because um, domestic, we actually came up with a lot of, a lot has happened over the years, over the three years span. Um, sorry. A I lot think of learning. A lot been. of learning, a lot of growth has happened, you know, but um, right now, more clientele in the corporate world, in commercial, not domestic. So what was the challenges that you um, experienced in providing the service to domestic clients? Okay, the challenge was, um, is that one, you can't really schedule 
domestic. You can't, they, they just, they can call you any time in the middle of, there's no scheduling. And then they, another challenge is they, they don't want to pay what you're giving. So you're like, um, the time I'm using to give the domestic person, I can give it to someone else. And then we came up with a solution called Home Assurance Plan. It's like HMO. So, but this is an assurance plan. And we came up four times cleaning a week in a month, two times plumbing repairs in a month because there's always a leakage at home. There's always, once you're using it, so we said twenty five thousand naira monthly for all of these things. I, I we can, did a fly. If I pay the twenty five thousand, I can get, get the service of free in of fact, charge. Yes, in fact, you have a laundry service of uh, of ten pairs of um, really? yes. We did all of that, and we could make money if we had a cluster of people in a specific area. So I can just employ someone, a cleaner permanently serving like 10 houses, pay a monthly. So there's a lot of idea in it. But nobody subscribed. We tried to push it. I spent a lot of money social media, tried to push it, put it on due day. Maybe I didn't do the strategical marketing well, but I put it aside because a lot of engagement came from the corporate world. I still... Yeah, but the important thing is that you found that you got much bigger clients from the commercial world, yes, yeah? Yes, yes. I found more bigger clients and they are more um, they are more scheduled, more reliable. structured. Yes, and more reliable. They pay you your money once you can put in all what you've done for them. So then it's they pay a massive you. pool of artisans to manage. What have been some of your learning and challenges... Um, in managing such a large pool. Okay, um, for the Shagami is still my biggest um, project that I have a lot of people there. So I go there myself, but uh, they don't want to relate to me because I have diggers too. Is that's how that's how, <laughs> um, zero in we go in employment. We have diggers. Uh, diggers they will look at me and like we can't even relate with this woman why so, because you're a woman <laughs> because I'm a woman and most of them are you know they are men with hard hearts and a hard face and I'm scared sometimes when I'm talking to them but my partner is a male and he, he does most of all of those operations so I'm more client facing and for the aspect of um, diggers technicians all the unskilled labor downwards there's my partner handles this and we have employment letters for them we try to read it out to them that this is how much you're going to get paid they understand we give it to them give it to someone that is learned let them read it out for you in your language and then sign is there a high turnover of the um, artisans that you have on your platform or, or have you found that there's a consistency of the artisans because that's what matters, yeah? Um, who have stayed with your business? Okay, they don't stay. The truth of the matter is artisans don't stay. Um, they look for better offer. What can you give me? If you can't give me more money, more value, in fact, money, they don't want medical they tell you madam give me my money i want to go they don't want any special thing just pay me my money some of them are daily workers some of them are weekly workers some of them are monthly but what we've seen so far in my um three years study artisans do not stay so what's your i mean you've learned a lot in the yes. from zero to three year old business <laughs> um what's your kind of vision for your business going forward okay the vision is still that online maintenance. I still I still talk about it till today with my partners. 
I still say that I want a Nigeria whereby there's a maintenance culture. And the only way you can drive such is when you make maintenance easily available to people. That's why I kept coming up with all this HAP, pay me monthly, subscribe to it. And then you get your stuff at home up and running. You're sure your carpentry is going to be up and tight because they're minor repairs. We can just send an Andy man to you. So I'm still in the passion of having a massive online you know, my, but you know what you seem to be doing is is offering it as a much more organized, structured yes, service because all of us, you know, end up you know reaching for our um, phone and saying yes. we're all going to Google. Where can I find the plumber yes. or the carpenter? Yeah, yes, yes. but you know, but I mean, you, you know, you know, there are many, many examples of such service mm-hmm. organizations. Yes. Did you have you looked at other models? Who are your competitors? Actually for now there's still what I'm visioning is, is not happening in Nigeria wow. yet. So what I'm visioning happy, yes, yeah. what I'm visioning is you take your phone, you go to I actually did an app. I had to shut it down mm. because I wasn't seeing the traffic and I needed the business to go go on. Maybe later much in the business we can start investing money in it. My own vision is you get an app, you have a leakage at home, you just take the picture, send it to the app, send us your address. We know what to do with it. We know whether we have to put a line um, a, a line wire rope to just cover the blockage or to change the whole horse itself. Send us your dangling um, wire you know, just send us the picture. Is that easy? Wow. That That's my vision. We don't, we don't even want to converse with you. We know what to do. Once you can give us the picture or the description of what it is that is happening at the moment in your house, if there's a leakage, your house can be flooded and you need an emergency. So I'm looking at rapid response to your needs. No, I'm just talking with you, Adebola. I know that you're going to succeed. <laughs> you have the drive, you have the tenacity, yes, yes. and you have to stick with it. And it is a gap in the market yes. that you're filling. We've talked a lot about your, um, you know, managing the artisans. Mm-hmm. What about, share with us some of your experience of managing clients. Okay. For the client, the secret is just be their friends. That's just the secret. So I've built a relationship because what I tell people is, apart if you don't have business to give me, I still want to be your friend. So I have Lebanese friends. So I have a lot of networking. <laughs> a here. lot of networking because, and I I know how to keep friendship. If I Tonelu Melu is my friend, <laughs> I don't see him, but he's my friend because I watch him on Instagram. I watch his um, videos. I try to. So if I even see him today, we can strike a conversation because I, I have a bit of an awareness of what he did. Sometimes maybe you visited U.S. recently for, you know, so so that's kind of person I am. And that's that's why they pushed me as the MD. And my own work in hands-on is just create portfolios for us and maintain those portfolios. And with my KPI as the MD and founder, I still have KPI. I don't treat myself as the founder. I treat myself as a worker. Excellent. You know, so I still have KPI. I bring new clients every day. I and my clients, they call me. Ah, they were like, okay, so what, what's up? What's going on? They, they, okay, don't worry. Just come. Come, we'll give it to you. Just come and sign the contract. That is the kind of thing I've created for myself, hands-on, and the client. So it's a tough business from what yes. I've heard you tell us. Would you encourage other entrepreneurs to look into this sector or into this area? 
as a business opportunity? Um, yes, but you need to have a network base. Artisans are not so easy to get. You need to have people at the very low level to help you look for those artisans that can talk to them because most of them have their area chiefs, area heads, area um, captains and all of that. They, people that brought them from villages. So they are loyal to those guys. So it's those people you need to know and talk to. So it's you, you need to be friendly. You need to be humble to be able to talk to them. I can't dress like this going to meet, you know, because they, they'll just look at you. We can't, we don't know this much. You run away with our money, but you need to be able to be humble to talk to people like that and just have a very good bond with them. If it's money, sort their money issues out. And for the maintenance aspect, too, it's still your workers, the cleaners that are going to make your business sell. Amazing. One thing is you need to train them, especially the cleaners. We found out that cleaners are not well trained. You know, so so just you're like, actually also building in a training program to bring them up to yes, standards. Yes, I trained them myself. I got a bit of training on cleaning over the years. I've been in maintenance for eight years for an oil and gas company. So I have a bit of training on cleaning, and I got a supervisor too. So any any cleaner we send anywhere, which even fumigation technicians, we train them before we go. If you, even if you know the business, you're skilled in the business, your behavior has to be on point. Your ethical behavior has to be on point. You have to be able to sign documents. That's the job completion. I'm not going to be there. So how will I get paid if you don't sign your job completion? Mm -hmm. So we need to give them those procedures, mm -hmm. teach them how to talk, how to behave. You don't need to engage the client. So I advise people that are going to such business. If you're a female, try to you know, get a very strong male because of the kind of environment we are. Try to get a strong male, male business, business partner. partner that can, you know, stand by you when there are mm -hmm. tough times and you can't go into some land or some places, you know. And then also you need to don't give up. You That's one thing about me. Challenges actually brings out the best in me. That's, that's, how, that's how I feel and that's what has been working for me. You talked a lot about training up your staff. Let me take you back to your own training mm -hmm. when you did the 12-week um, online business development program. Yes. What were some of your takeaways from that program? Okay, um, during the program I was pregnant and... <laughs> So That's very good. You're pregnant with two I was pregnant. And I, yes, and I was like, can I really go through with this training? Because it was very engaging. Like, if you don't submit, I'm like, geez, this is university, you know, <laughs> at home. I'm like, okay, so for the 12 okay. weeks, um, the business plan, I definitely took that out strong because we could not even get the um, seed capital without a proper business plan. So I had to take like um, like two days to sit down and properly plan the business. And that's still the business plan I use. I just, you know, add a little you more to it. it. Yes, I'm just Brilliant. updating it. Yeah. I'm just updating it. Then anytime I read it, it just gives me this refreshing ideas like oh okay so oh. this was the vision you had some three years back why does because so many things has happened and so then and that is just music to my ears because most mm -hmm. people write business plans and then put them in the bottom drawer mm -hmm. and forget about it. them so well done for actually <laughs> using it to guide your drum. business <laughs> <laughs> you know so um and also another thing that resonates with me is the um your scheduling 
you know so that that was like i think it was the 11th week and then they armored it you need to have your pie biro you need to be able to schedule your time because so many things and i was like mm. but when it came down <laughs> that i had to interview some like 20 artisans and they've scheduled them for me i totally forgot and they were all waiting for me in the office and i went for another meeting so i just realized so I just told myself that I need to start penning down some of the scheduling. Things are changing from, you know, just yourself now to other people. That resonated with me. The executive summary, I've never used it before, but I think I'm going to start using it now because you don't, you, you might not want to send all your business plans exactly. to some people. So one, when I was listening to the radio, the one of the audio series, they talked about it and I said I was going to use the executive summary. So how do people find your business online on social media? Actually, I'm not big on... I tried social media. You know, I told you about the online maintenance. But you must have a website. I have a website. My website is www.handsonfacilityng.com. Handsonfacilityng.com. So, listeners, if you're in desperate need for an artisan to come and repair your broken down anything um get in touch um thank you so much adibola and really wishing you all the luck with your business it is an extraordinary business don't give up the market for this business is growing thank you thank you very much